Hey everybody, this is Levi Washington coming from Sports DNA. The Warriors are expecting Stephen Curry to return on Saturday versus Memphis. Stephen Curry has been injured since December 4th. My birthday. Hey. But the Warriors record without Stephen Curry has been 9-1, which is not too bad. I'm excited for him to come in the lineup again, you know, because I'm... Stephen Curry fan too I'm just a fan of the stars What can I say But uh, I want to say that uh, I have a question You know Will they be able to coexist Will he be able to coexist With the team When he comes back Maybe That's a yes We're going to have to see They they might go through some Some trials But The Warriors will always figure out Because of the game style They play They play Spread offense, which is Stephen Curry's bread and butter, which is the three-point. And he, he he penetrates the defense to the point there's nothing you can do about it. But uh, I know he's going to be a little rusty coming in, but he's going to be all right. Next story, Celtics have overcome a 26-point deficit against the Rockets. They battled up. They... Numbered up 60 points in the second half. I mean, 60 points. And the Rockets only had about 52 points in the second half. So, I mean, I mean to see that game, I was watching that game. I was watching, you know, how Brad Stevens was going to hold James Harden. And obviously, he figured it out. In the beginning, it wasn't looking too bright for the Celtics. But, you know, I believe that uh, they made that adjustment in the second half. And Brad Stevens is a defensive-minded genius. He has an IQ of a LeBron James. No, I'm just playing, but he he's a great coach. And he knows how to, you know, coach those young players that they have. Uh, having a Jaden Taylor pulling, uh, having a <laughs> Jalen Tatum, uh, bringing down 19 points, and Kyrie Irving pushing 25 points for the win, and it was a pretty good game. Uh, there was a couple rusty calls from the rest, but you know I'm just gonna have to brush off. You know the play goes on, the game goes on, and James Harden has to, you know. He has to accept that. I mean, look what happened to LeBron James. There's a lot of people complaining about LeBron James not getting the calls he's gotten. But look at the calls that James Harden's getting against him. I mean, that was ridiculous. But, um, I mean, if you have anything to say about that, you know, comment on my uh, Facebook, Levi with three eyes, Washington. Uh, hit me up on Facebook. Give me some ideas. But let's go on to the next one. Also, the Bucks have rallied from a 20-point deficit to beat the Timberwolves. That is another good game that same night, December 28th. December 28th, there was two good games coming back from deficits. It wasn't looking too sweet in the first half. But when it came to the second half, Eric Bledsell and Gannis out of DeCoupo, they stepped up their game and... Let's start pushing through. Um, Eric Bloodsell had 26 points, led the team in free throw percentage, 8 for 8 at the free throw line. 
Give it up for you, boy. Eric Bloodsell uh, got recently traded from the Suns due to a tweet he has made. He made saying basically he didn't want to be here. Do we know? Was it towards the team? No, we don't know. But all we know is he's getting buckets in Bucktown, Milwaukee. All right. Let's go to the next joint. All right. James Harden is at the top of the MVP pool. Who do you have on your list? Because what I see here from U.S. Sports, it says James Harden is the number one at the top of the MVP MVP voting. Let's see who's second. LeBron James is second. Gannis Antetokounmpo is third. Kevin Durant is fourth. And Kyrie Irving is fifth. Now, if... You know, I can say that LeBron James is second because... I mean, not only the numbers, he's he's been the most efficient. This has been the most efficient for year for him this year. And I've been liking how he's been playing. You know, carry the team on his back and uh, just doing everything he can to win games. And early, early in the season, they were doing pretty bad. But, you know, LeBron James figured it out, got the team together. And they went on a winning streak. I mean, they were just team after team. And um, I feel like Guinness under DeCoupo should be up there too. That's a tough one, but that's why they're the top five. You know, I'm a big fan of Guinness under DeCoupo too. And just the style of play. He's, he's very physical and very athletic and long. And he, he does it on both sides. And once this kid gets a jump shot, it is over for the league. It is over. I don't care what anybody says. The league is over once Gannis Antetokounmpo gets a jump shot. Kevin Durant, you already know. You already know about Kevin Durant. Of course, he's going to be in the talk. He's mostly in the talk every year. I mean, he's, he's a sniper. What can you do? And he's been doing it without Stephen Curry. He's been carrying the team by himself without a Stephen Curry. I mean, and he's he's handling it pretty well. Like I said earlier, they went nine and one without Stephen Curry since he tore his uh since he uh sprained his ankle pretty bad. But yeah, fifth is Kyrie Irving. Um, he started off very strong, and he said himself they had to go through trials, and they did. They lost a couple games, but they're starting to figure it out. You know, Brad Stevens making an adjustment. And that's why I think he should be coach of the year, in my opinion. He should be the coach of the year again, in my opinion. But that's enough NBA talk, y'all. Let's get in. Let's get into the. Let's get into the NFL. Recently, Demarcus Ware, a former uh, cowboy, says that Des Bryant should take a pay cut. He says he had to do it. Um, what I have to say on that is, who are you to tell a man uh, that he needs to take a pay cut? Um, I don't know how. Re- I mean, I would if I wanted to stay on that team. But if Des Bryant does not want to stay on that team, 
he doesn't have to take a pay cut. But if it was me, if it was me, I would take a pay cut because I want to stay on the team and I I, I still want to feel that chemistry within the team. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, James, Jason Ritten had to take a pay cut and uh, also Tony Romo. And when you're when you're going against uh, the CEO, you're, you're sh- that man's a tough man. He's, he he reminds me of the uh, Miami Miami's uh, president of basketball, not president of basketball, their CEO. But um, they're tough. Uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. All right, next we're going with you know the AFC. I talked about this yesterday. I'm just, you know, adding additional uh, information uh, in the AFC. New England at the one. Uh, Steelers at the two. Uh, Jacksonville at the three. Four. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. And also the Titans are fighting for the wild card. And in the hunt for the AFC West is the Chargers and the Bills. So we're going to have to see who wins the next game. And we're going to have to see. For the uh, NFC, where uh, it's the Eagles and the Vikings and the Rams and the Saints, and at the wild card, it is the Panthers and the Falcons, and also in the hunt, the Seahawks. So, I mean, it's it's looking pretty, it's looking pretty good for my team wise. I mean, it's gonna be a tough playoff run, but I feel like my Chiefs can do it. I feel like they can do it. <laughs> As I was saying, I mean, I'm being biased because that's my team. You know, uh, but I'm about to wrap it up. Uh, I want to thank y'all for listening. Stay tuned for more news. This is Sports DNA, and have a good one, folks.